Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze, and it's a little bit late here as I record. <laughs> a little later than I normally do. But I wanted to get this out to you because I wanted to ask a question. Can anything good come of the occult? Hmm. Interesting topic, huh? We'll get there. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. I'm going to be revamping the Patreon page in the near future. Um, you can find it as it currently is at unresolved.life forward slash support. But I have some things in mind for that. But in order to make that happen, I kind of want to hear from you guys. Would you guys let me know what you would like to include? What can I do to make this a better experience for you? I want this to be a value-for-value transaction. In other words, you've given me your time. You've given me the valued commodity of your time. You're listening, and I want to return that value. What can I do to make this better? Next, Unresolved News is still going. I'm having fun keeping up on the day-to-day, but I am trying to... At least keep an eye on the topics and post what I think is relevant and what you need to know. In fact, uh, I just finished up an article or commenting on an article having to deal with our good friend Michael Moore. You know, the documentary guy, the guy that's like way, 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 way far out there. Yeah, him. So uh, if you want to read what he has to say and my thinking along that line, please feel free. Unresolved.news. So... Onward and upward, as they say. Can anything good come of the occult? Before I actually answer that, I want to explain how this question came about. I was on a webinar with a good friend. I am a internet marketer by trade. I, um, I study all things marketing, online marketing, internet marketing, that kind of thing. And I was on a webinar with a good friend... Um, and he was doing some training and there were some things that came up where I, like my immediate visceral reaction was no, no, no. A lot of internet marketing has to do with mindset. So he was talking about the mindset you have to have in order to succeed in the field. The problem is that he was taking new age philosophy Mixing that with Christianity and somehow expecting that to be a quality product. And I'm sorry, anything mixed with Christianity dilutes the product. Not that Christianity is a product, but I think you get the point. The next thing that happened, you know, I've already got this in my head and I'm thinking, man, this this is way off. I mean, it's nothing I haven't seen before. I mean, it's common. In, in the industry I work with. So it makes, it makes it kind of a minefield to kind of navigate, if you know what I mean. But then he starts offering hypnotism services. Now, I'll be blunt. I haven't been hypnotized. I've seen it. I've been around when it's been done to people. But I've never had it done to me. So I can't speak from that perspective. But, from what I have observed and what I have read, 
Is hypnotism good? It might help you break a few habits. I've heard it used in that format. Uh, It might help you come to peace with some things. But can it be used for good? Is it truly good? Let's couch that for a minute and let's move on to the ne- another story that I have that's um happened ooh, a few months ago. Mike and I were going for a walk and, well, it may have happened a little bit later than that. And we were going in and we were going in. There was a new um, company or at least one we hadn't noticed down the street. And uh, they or and they were they were like combining all kinds of healing and different techniques and interesting technologies to uh, I guess balance your body or the chemicals in your body. I don't even know what it was, but it was kind of odd. It was something I had never heard of before. Well, as we get to talking to this lady. She starts saying that she's practicing Reiki. I can never pronounce this word. Reiki. Or Reiki or, or, yeah, something like that. And that it's just a matter of manipulating the energy fields. Okay. The problem is, Mike and I had a really gnarly feeling going into this place. You know, and we were just curious, okay, what in the world is this company? Because by the name of it, It didn't exactly tell you what it was. You know, so we were curious. Well, then we tell her, you know, that we're born-again Christians, and she starts telling us that she is a, quote, quiet Christian. I'm sorry, if you are a full-fledged follower of Christ, you're not going to be quiet about it. You don't hide your light under a bushel, as Christ says. That's one issue. But the other issue goes back to this question, doesn't it? Can the occult be used for good? And was what she was doing a part of the occult? I want to go back to something that was said when I interviewed um, Sonda Allison from Myrtle Ministries. When we were talking about spiritual warfare. And I don't recall it exactly, but, you know, I've heard it so many times. It's basically, if the power... Because... Are they using some sort of power to accomplish their goals? Yes. Without a doubt, without a question, yes. But, that comes with a caveat. If that power is not from the Lord God Almighty, then that power is from the Lord of Darkness. So can the occult be used for good? Sure. In the short term. However, that good always comes with a price. It always comes with like a a poison piece of candy in the middle of of the treat, right? You you know you you uh you bite into the candy but you don't taste the poison inside. Okay? I'm sure that there are some people that have felt really helped by going under hypnotism and getting rid of their smoking habit or or letting someone mess with your energy fields or any number of things that could be considered occultic, okay? I'm sure that someone has said, hey, you know what? I've been helped by that. Fine, okay. But at what cost? 
Because if you are now allowing that kind of power to influence you, I guarantee you it's going to demand a price. It's going to wreak havoc in your life later on. Why? Because you are opening door to evil spirits. You are opening, opening a door to a presence, to a power that is not of God, and anything that is not of God is of the Lord of Darkness. That's the truth. I don't know where you're at. And I don't know what you've been into. Okay? You may be listening to this episode, and maybe you're into some stuff, and, you know, you're just kind of playing around. Well, let me tell you something. Whatever you're playing around with, it's going to exact a price from you. You don't want to play around with the Lord of Darkness, because, because there are eternal consequences for that if you do not Come to the point where you say, you know what? I don't want to serve this anymore. I don't want to be enslaved to this anymore. And I don't want to mess with this kind of stuff anymore. Jesus, help me. You know, you you, you really need to come face to face with what you're messing with. And I pray the Lord will reveal it. Not in the glimmering and the shining and, oh, this is good and helpful to you. But I pray that he would reveal the ugly dark side of it. So that you can come face to face with the truth. Because Christ said if you know the truth. The truth will set you free. And the Bible says that. Um, God will have no other gods before him. And if you're serving anything else. Then you are not serving him. He is a jealous God. Which mean, you know. And that mean, basically means he's going. Hey I'm God. There's I don't want anyone else above me. Because you know what. That's going to hurt you in the end. I'm God and I want you to serve me. And I want you to love me. Because I love you. The Bible says that he came and he died on the cross for our sins. You know, that if you believe in him, believe the gospel, which is that he came, he died on the cross for your sins and for mine, because, you know, he lived a life that you could not live, completely perfect, completely holy, without sin, died on the cross, and then he rose again on the third day, and now is seated at the right hand of the Father. That is the gospel. Oh, yeah, and he's coming back again. That's kind of a key component. You know, these are the things you must believe. These are the things that the Bible says that if you believe uh, in these things, you will be saved. But in order to believe in these things, you have to renounce what you've been doing and renounce what you've been serving. Just something to think on. And for the believer, I know it's easy, and I know it's, you know, really, really tough trying to avoid... All that occultic stuff. I mean, I was just uh, 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 messing around on my phone and I had an ad uh, crop up for a new game. Except for the fact that the the game was entitled Cyrus, as in Osiris, the Egyptian god. Talk about playing off, you know, nothing new under the sun. The point being... If you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't need to be messing around in the enemy's camp. I've been there. Not a fun place to be. Because you will not you will not be comfortable in either camp if you start doing that. If you're messing around, if you got open doors, get them closed. Renounce the enemy and ask forgiveness. That's all I got for you. I hope this is helpful. If you have any questions or you want to talk, Email me, please, Teresa at unresolved.life. And until then, we will speak again next time. 
You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.